Broadcasting on 97 bottles and 98 points. This is BBC Radio 1. How are you? It's me, Adrian Byrne, and my sidekick in sickness, Tony Wilson. And this is the Friday Rock Show. Yeah. On tonight's show, we have Red Hot Chili Peppers, Pearl Jam, Gorillas, Saxon, Skizzer Sisters, Tool, The Kyber Chiefs, Frank Zappa, and Audio Slave. Also, on tonight's show, we have the result of last week's psychotic singing competition. Don't fuck up the microphone! Yes, yes. And spasmodic feature, the tune the box spat out. Spat. So be sure to get your texts and emails into us on anything you have to say about the show, or just anything! Kicking off tonight's show, a tune that the Finns shout out! Yes. Starting a metal revolution at Eurovision, it's Lordy! Now we're 
was Lordy the Finnish entry into Eurovision oh, this year single handedly bringing rock back to the masses oh yes yes I see. here it's we are rock revolution and Lordy are starting it I'm absolutely. telling you absolutely and welcome back boozers <laughs> to another week filled packed filled Friday rock show what am I saying yeah, I know, it's packed it's crammed at the seams I don't know how we're going to fit it all in but we, we'll, we'll fit it in some way you know there's always a way oh yes 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 we're going to kick it off as we always do with a letter, letter. <laughs> well done no, well done, you. <coughs> no. Okay. What? What's going on? <laughs> Listen to this one now. This looks good. <laughs> How is lads? Hey, yeah. How are you? Long time no smoke, man. What's oh, my... Shagger! Yay! Hey! <laughs> I was eating some of last week. <laughs> That's maybe you, but I've been talking on the King Bong for some time now. Well, since... <laughs> I've never actually stopped, come to think of it. But I can't remember. I'm lost. So it doesn't matter. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Good to talk to you, yeah? Hi, hi, Shagger. I've been out of action for a while recently. It all started... <laughs> it all started... It all started when I was throwing around my flat for having the Sabbath music up too loud on the Sunday. Oh, no. But that was only because I was riding the landlord's sister at the time. You're not. He came in to tell me to show up. <laughs> he'd only the washing machine in the house, and he used to come up to do his washing on a Sunday, living, as he did, upstairs. His sisters used the house, but she lived up on the fair green near the school. Anyway, that's aside the point. I'd forced her over the dressing table, legs spread, some more dress up over her back, and knickers tore to the side, with a half box of purcell all over the floor. Yes, fine, I'll show her, Vincent! I was in the dominant position, with only me socks on, and me jagger jaggered going pawling. But that soon changed, Adrian. <coughs> tell me Hard more, Jack. Tell, tell, tell me more. Yes. Well, the landlord so came long. in. Lame's his name. Those he fuck he is. I think he wanted to watch me riding the wano when he came in the door in the first place. And I think he only recognised her in the sound of her screams as she took the fat lad once he was in the room. Sick! Sick. I don't know what that signifies, but I leave that to your imagination. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I spent the night at her place up the road in the caravan park where she lives. But she has a young lad about ten. And I, I know I love children, Adrian. Haven't told him all, <laughs> told me all like, this little fucker was born out of the devil's arse. With the amount of screaming he was doing. Playing PlayStation games while wrestling as I tried to drop the quart into his mammy. He wouldn't show up as the planet caravan was rocking when his mother was sitting on top of me pumping the tube snake. Jesus! Pumping. <coughs> Only then Junior Haystacks decides to throw her a half Nelson. He jumps at her from across the room, takes her with him off the other side of the bed, and me Mickey only flapped out at the last minute. Ha <laughs> ha, the hornily broken tune was slapped off his stomach. There's Mary's minging the air with her, with her son in the shorts trying to choke her. Jesus! That was a freak show, I drank. Absolute freak show. Sure, I had to leave. Next day, anyway. What's that? Listen, listen. I was home Sammy. on the lift to Arklow. Had to go. It was wrecking my head. Mammy wouldn't take me back. But that was at five in the morning when getting away from the caravan madness, I fell over the pots and plants at the back porch. I was looking to get in the toilet window at home. How was I to know Daddy was up all night with the shits on account of me Mammy making bad stew with them old chickens Maisie next door gave her. I hate them chickens and they must have hated me because they stopped me from going home to be soft bed. Oh, you cut the heads off the rest of them bastards in the next few days after I Clear me head. Well, <laughs> <laughs> after yeah. I got tosser off me leg, we went into the Arkle Bay Hotel for a coffee. Who, who's tosser? I don't know. Maybe Jack will tell us. I'd never driven that type of thing before, and I needed a fix <coughs> and to smoke a really fat one. You know what it's like? Yeah, you get the pent up anger and you have to let loose. Oh, yeah. You no, see, Adrian, sure. I seen Tosser coming out of Barnes and Green Anne, and I know he was taking the cement mixer to the new houses in the Strand down in the bay. <laughs> He'd been on the shandies, he said, and it took him quite a while to find a clutch, clutch with any frequency. 
I was bricking it as he drove straight past the handicapper school minibus at St. Coleman's Hospital, where they were thought of giving way. All the bent tea faces looking at the wind in shock as the four-ton burst past <laughs> at the junction. I nearly calved. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and Ian Dempsey on Today FM, up to the hilt, and that fat fucker was doing me head in. Tossard really got sick over the stairwell twice, and uh, shit his trousers for the smell of it. And he was trying to wipe the dribble up with his Liverpool scarf, but the time he hit the jug carry. Are you for it? <laughs> I nearly wretched as I gripped the dashboard for dear life. Going 70 we were, and Dempsey was garbling all about Louis Walsh and guest stars at a local St. Patrick's Day parade somewhere in the country. And then there was Bob Dylan looking back at me from the dash. Huh? Sellotaped in there he was. Jesus! In fact, fat Bob's face was everywhere. The whole cab being covered in his ugly puss. Jesus! Even on the windows. Leaving there above you holes for tosser to see wing mirrors are straight ahead. I started to hum the cords all along the watchtower to keep my mind off the stench and block out Dempsey on the radio. Jesus. We hate Dempsey. He's touched. I need to join the drain. It wasn't real. I'm sure I nearly put me through the window with the Jack White's lounge. At least I thought it was a window. As I grabbed the doors, he came to a sudden screech in the car park. I fell clean through the door window onto the ground a metre below. No bones broken, no cuts, and then no glass, you see. Just Bob Dylan posters ripped through the hole where there should have been glass. After Tosser sold some trousers from the back clothesline. He sold them, did he? <laughs> he stole, stole them! And I knocked the landlady up. No, not like that. <coughs> to get a bottle of Hoosar. Hoosar! Who's our? Spelled wrong like... He was on our way to Arkla once again. Fair breeze whipped me face in the cab as Tosser slugged the huzzar by the neck. Neat. No orange juice. No nothing. Mm. I was tucking into a bag of tayho when Tosser's left hand flies off the gear stick and plants the big paw on my right leg. No way. The tayho burst all over the air and I spat a mouthful against Bob on the dash. The mixer veers to the left and he starts groping at me balls and I'm trying to slap him a few digs across the face. He's got the alcoholic horn. Alarms start beeping and his mixer swinging all over the road, scaring the fuck out of early morning commuters to Dublin. Jesus Christ. That's some nagger. We finally cracked the hosar bottle over Tosser's head and knocked him out stone cold. He nearly tore the balls off me. Here's me with some lad in the pair of trousers, two so- sizes too small, <laughs> face covered in sick, and his hand buried in me crotch. With no one driving a four ton truck and me in the passenger seat with no window. Ah, oh, Jesus, you drank all the coke. Jesus, I was quite stoned. <laughs> that slip back in Jacks was doing the job. But the rush of air and a panic attack got me right to jump over Tosser into the driver's seat and grapple with the gear stick for dear life. The alarm was like a klaxon horn, or like Daddy in a bad mood. As my feet slapped off any metal they could find, just before I mowed into the ditch, I managed to turn back the Leviathan into the left lane. Jesus, I drain. Tosser was coming too. Blood sleep seeping even out of his forehead. His arse crack poking out of the lady's jeans he was trying to wear. I took a sharp left off the jeweller, wiped the sweat off my stone white <coughs> face and headed to the construction site near the Jesus Bay Hotel. Jesus. More lights flashing on the display as I distinguished the sound of a churning noise coming from the back. What the fuck was that? Another flashing light on the dash. It was a block valve. Oh, the block valve, yeah. And it was reading empty. I said that. I did wanted to read empty. Empty's bad. Tosser saw the buttons and started to scream. The cement! The cement! cement it's pissing out of the back! <laughs> and he was right too. Cement's been gushing out since Tosser went for me balls. Ah. He started to cry. I brought the truck to a standstill and let the staunch settle. Some stink coming from the cab. I had to leave, Adrian. Tosser grabs my leg with tears in his eyes and tells me he's going to kill me when he's sober. I pass it off as a heated moment remark, the likes of which Daddy would say to me when I was younger and I was failed at him. Failed for him. Failing him. Even failing him. Fail him. Failing 94. Failed him at the hurling. Failure.
Zanera was looking back at a long line of wet cement stretching miles back up the road as I went across the street to the Bay Hotel to get a coffee and sort me head out. I did sort you head out. Well, if I'd known that in the next five hours I was going to make £40,000, lose a finger and have sex with Samantha Mumba, I'd have burst you straight in the face, eh, Drain? Jesus. Tosser was banging his head against the mixer and he finally gets the alarm to shut off. Well, the next thing, five lads burst out of fire escape and at the back of the Arclo Bay Hotel. Alarms were starting up all over the place again and I got sucker punched straight in the face with no more warning. Oh. I fell over, only to hear the sound of squad cars bellowing around me and the fools chasing after the five lads down towards the bridge. I was covered in a thick film of dust. It was then that I looked down and saw... A see-through kilo cellophane bag full of white stuff. Oh? No way, RDN. <coughs> I licked my lips. Jesus, holy fuck, Adrian, it was cocaine. Well then, oh listen, I have to go. Joey needs doing. I'll tell you the rest later. Play me some Lordy. Kings of the Metal. Smoke him if you come. The Lost Jagger. <laughs> Jagger's gone mad. What's that all about? I'd have to, I actually have to sit down and read that again because... Here, I'm going to have to delve into the mailbag and find a sequel. That was crazy stuff there. Uh, uh, well, Jagger, we've already played Lordy for you, the Euro Kings. As for what we're going to play next. Cleveland! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like hearing some chili peppers and having a nice drink after that long letter. That's it. Yeah, I agree with you. In born in the state of Mississippi Papa was a copper and the mama was a hippie In Alabama she was swinging a hammer Price you gotta pay when you break the panorama She never knew that there was anything more than gold What in the world does your company take me for? Black bandana, sweet Louisiana Robbing on a bank in the state of Indiana She's a runner, rebel and a stunner On the mirror way saying, baby, what you gonna? Looking down the barrel of a hot man of 45 Just another way to survive
Good stuff there from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Danny California taken from the album Stadium Arcadium. And the Chili Peppers are blasting their way across Europe as we speak. Uh, they're in Teen the Park today, actually. Teen the Park? <laughs> Jesus! Makes me want some! And to be in Oxygen Den uh, on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Oxygen! <laughs> well, me and. I'm dying! I think we go over and see Oxygen, will we? Go from camp? I think I think we could probably get the, the controller of the BBC to give some money to go over there. I think it might just be possible. I'm not into camp, I think no. we've run out the budget, though. Maybe we. Yeah. Camping is. I was saying, I, you know, camping is behold. Yeah, That's no, for the kids. No. We, we don't need to be slumming it. No. There must be no, some nice the, hotels. The hotel down the road, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And if we can get like passes back into the nice comfortable VIP sections and stuff, yes, well, where we can have a few uh, points of high now and, and just kind of hang out with the guys. Even with me, I'll sort it out for you. In the meantime, Maisie! <laughs> right, Hazine! It's the... Another letter! Oh, happy yes, days! Oh, I've just about got my breath back from that Jagger letter. Uh, here we go again. This one goes... Hi, Adrian. <laughs> I'm always happy around you, Mr. Rock DJ. You make me smile. I sit in G-string and type. So hot here now. I'm going to continue my letter to you. Now it's 9.52 here. My mom is watching TV. I'm still awoken. I tried to send you email to Rock Show website, but something is wrong. So I tell you my address in chat if you want. Maybe I'm one from many, though. I'm <laughs> I'm almost all covered. Hey, you got loads of fans. <laughs> loads of them. Where you get underwear in the post every week? I'm telling you. It's a big buzzing sack it is. And they love it up. All of them. They don't, they don't, they don't, but they love it. All of them. I couldn't say that. I'm married. What? You and Maggie still going strong. Still there, going so. strong on the fifth child. <laughs> <laughs> One for every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you do a Friday Rock Show, you go home and chag Maggie. It keeps me in the mood, it does. Slap the arse. You're all jazzed about it. Come on, Maggie, come here. It's time to procreate. Yes. She usually tells me. So what do you do then? Go pull the gender. Force yourself on her. That's it. Riber! Anywho! We're getting sidetracked here. We're, uh, what was this? Where were you? What was this girl telling me anyway? She was saying. <laughs> Maybe I'm one from many though I'm almost all covered with mosquito bites It's something horrible If you could see me How do you think how much those phone calls cost from Uzbekistan to you? Uzbekistan Uzbekistan, you too land <laughs> I think I think a lot But enough just to say hi hmm? I'm doing nothing <clears throat> Please do nothing See, you are doing nothing, doing nothing. <laughs> Let's get together and do nothing together You do lots of nothing it's all about doing the Norton. I have to do the Norton. How do you think if a girl would call you and continue a relationship, <laughs> would you marry her and forget about things that happened before? I know, Tony. <laughs> I'm, sta- <laughs> I'm standing beside you. I don't know what love is because I never loved anybody before. Don't know what Probably it's a very like. nice feeling. Oh, a moment. My mum tried to make me drink some red wine because it's good for blood. Through. Well, that was disgusting. Yucky. Don't like anything that contains alcohol. I tried to swallow that thing, but I couldn't. And now my breasts are soiled. <laughs> what are you all about? <laughs> Do you have nicknames? I have lots, but they all have basic word cat, dirty cat, sweet cat, pussy cat, and more that I can't translate. My friends call me like that because I act like a cat. My manners and voices are like a cat's. I love to have new friends because I love everything new. When I know everything about a man or woman or someone else and he doesn't have anything new to tell, I stop our relationship because it's boring to talk to someone you're not interested in anymore. 
That's the fickle youth of these days. My, my mom this says it's a very mom. bad thing because I can't have long-term relationship. Huh? And she always asks me how would I live with my what husband. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting fact Somehow You know in our traditions A girl needs to marry Before she's 25 No Sometimes she's 14 years old Gee. That's not right You can't do anything Well but families Never a divorce This thing is forbidden Wife sits at home with kids Well not a bad thing But no life is freedom No easy breathing And free flights It's better to have boyfriends Because you have someone to love Hug and blah 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 <laughs> And can go whenever you want Anytime Cool mm. No asking about time Late comings So what is your favourite food? Mine is fish, mm, yummy, meat, chocolate, sour cherry, and popsicles. Mm. And I like Italian food, Indian, French, and uh, something else I forgot. Doesn't matter. Oh, and I like hungry hunter sausages. Mm. I love chocolate, melted, espazzly. I like to lick it. I like Coke, but I can't drink it. I don't like tea. I love coffee, but I can have it only one cup a week. Jeez, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Then. <laughs> well, I'm sleepy. <coughs> I hope you'll get my letter. I don't sleep much. I like listening to your show. We get it on satellite radio. Like yes! BBC Radio 1, available worldwide on the inter- interweb. <laughs> this modern technology always bamboozles them. Broadcasting worldwide on digital... <laughs> <laughs> no matter how much he tries to tell you, if we try to record some stings, he's fucked. I can't. I can't talk about technology. I'm a Luddite. <laughs> I don't know. We are the Friday Rock Show on BBC Radio 1 FM. Excellent. And don't you forget it. Mm, anyway, we're talking about um, food or something. Uh, we get it on satellite radio. I've seen a nightmare where somebody tried to joke me, but I slept a little bit at daytime and saw in a dream about me and you. We cooked something, but I don't get why you put red pepper in ice cream. She'll make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain. She'll make you live her crazy life until you go insane. No, you'll never be the same. Upside, inside out. She'll push and pull you out. Her lips are devil red and her skill is the colour of mocha. Once you've had a taste of her, you'll never be the same. Because she'll make you go insane. Is that the girl you want? Well, if not, I will try a new guess. You like girl who's calm, aggressive, independent. Of course you like independent. Weird, unusual, unusual, fat, slim. Okay, I go sleep naked now. Too hot here. What colour are your nipples? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got to watch a new movie. Arcane of my life. Well, I send you sweet besos de fuego. Bye bye, bye, bye bye, bye bye. <laughs> Play some music for me, your cat. I'm a little fuss fuss. Boy, Jesus. Madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for the letter, Cash, and uh, we're always glad to hear from our worldwide fan base out in Uzbekistan. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up to the board, point out Uzbekistan. Coming up next, we have some audio slave, but followed f- by "Don't fuck up the microphone." Excellent. Yes, indeed, it's back.
Rising like a phoenix from the ashes of Rage Against the Machine and Soundgarden. You know yourself. I'm telling you, you wouldn't think I just read it off a piece of paper or anything like that. No. Now it's time for the return of what was a regular feature of ours. It's don't fuck up the microphone. F R S. Okay, on last week's show, we asked you to ring us up and sing some 41s into deep for us with the prize of Friday Rock Show Rock Jock on the line. This is how you fared. Our first call and our third place call was uh, Mefus Murphy. And this was his attempt at the song. Depend on trying to keep Tough shit, Mayfoos. You finish third. Next up was our second place. That was Gwendolyn's half foot, finishing second. What's the winner one? Close but no cigar. And here's the winner. Pontius Van Westerhuizen. Cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep up the fab in my head Instead of going under cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep up the fab in my head Brilliant, uh, Pontius. <laughs> Truly worthy of a Friday rock show, Rock Jocks. Oh, hold on, somebody on the phone. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and Hi. you're listening to Metal Mayhem. Hey, Ozzy, you still rock. Oh, my wife's a bitch, Say hello. Hello. You're the Antichrist. To the most outrageous DJ of the airway. Yes, me, Adrian Barnes. Sphincter. He was offensive. As it passes through you. He was obnoxious. Feeling of conquest. He was disgusting. Hard shite. Rises over the anus. You want me to go on? Did you say testicles on the air? And people like you are. That's a pile of shite. <laughs> okay, for next week's Friday Rock Show, we want you to take on Lordy's Kings of Eurovision song, Rock Hallelujah. Yes. And what's the prize next week, Tony? I think we should try something different, maybe not the rock on. I think now, if, if we're going to see Oxygen in the festival, they can come along with their own tent. And they can stay with us. Yes. 
and only girls can enter this competition. <laughs> Between 18 and 22, preferably. So get on, start exercising those vocal cords, and let us see you doing hard rock. Hallelujah! It's time for a letter! Dear Rock's a jock. <laughs> or even Try that again Dear Jocks that rock <laughs> It's just like when Isaac gets a new DVD player It takes him two weeks to find out And he has to call up me to go around and fix it for him I know, I don't be, I don't be embarrassed me on air You do that every time you open your mouth <laughs> Dean Whistle's the smart lad tonight, isn't he? Oh Jesus Who gave you the Johnny Jump Up juice then, huh? <laughs> you like the cow's calf, aren't you? <laughs> you're a big one, you're out Ah, so shy Okay, it's Gibbler here. <laughs> it's the Gibbler here. 2006 has been a great year for me. What? Oh, it's not an end of year special. Oh, okay. Things have been going yeah, great for me recently. Uh, at the moment, I'm a stagehand at RTE. So I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just thought I'd drop you a mail to tell you how things are going. All of the rejects from our station got work there. Now, plenty of time for you, lads. You are good buddies, you know? Plenty of time for you. I like you, lads. So, let's you, let you in what's going on. Alright, what's going on? Anyhow, as I said, I'm getting plenty of work in RTE. Yeah. Especially this is World Cup year. Yeah. Working behind the scenes in the World Cup programmes. Really it's great! Let's go! And I got to meet Liverpool's legendary player and crappy manager, Graham Soonis. Graham Soonis? I asked him for his view on Craig Bellamy heading Danfield. Now, Sonus had an infamous bust-up with Bellamy when he managed to play at Newcastle. For those of you who aren't interested in football, Bellamy had feigned injury rather than play for the guy who wanted a cooler tash than Magnum. Oh, yeah. Now, Zoe fixed me with a steely glare, the kind that had probably made Brian Robson wet himself on the pitch. He's a lion little toad. He told me through gritted teeth. I decided not to press him on the subject, but having said that, I found him to be a gent. Really, Adrian? Liam Brady now, he's an arrogant prick. Dunphy's okay now. I could go for a point of bud with him. He could potentially be a good replacement for Rasher as one of the mainstays of the corner house, you know? Anyway, <laughs> wait till I tell you. A funny thing happened the other week. I was finishing off Bill O'Hurley's makeup and fixing his hair when I needed a toilet break before the show started. I said it to Bill and he goes, Okie dokie, Gibbler. Be back in three. So off I headed. But the door was locked. Jerry Ryan was inside dropping a cake a Megalosaurus dinosaur would be proud of. So I was waiting outside, an assistant from the news team grabbed me. Oh, there you are, he said. Quick, follow me, you're on. I couldn't believe it. Had my moment of fame arrived at last? He shoved me into the studio, and there I was, perched in front of the perfect example of womanhood, that is, Sharon Nivailan. boss, boy. She could read the diary She could read the diary of Peg Sayre to me, and I'd still have the Millennium Spire in me trousers. <laughs> As I fixed on her baby blues, I knew I was gone. My heart would never belong to another woman. Then she hit me with the question. I'm here with Cornelius Baxter, head of multimedia internet company Soft Cox. So, Cornelius, is the internet downloads the future of the music industry? I got a goofy smile in amazement and bewilderment. What the fuck, Adrian? I could run or go with it. I decided to go with it. It was live on air? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, downloading music is great. I can go on the interweb and download me Eric Clapton and me Pink Floyd for Norton. <laughs> Although, uh, Danny doesn't be too happy when he sees the old telephone bill, you know. <laughs> my only problem is all these emails keep getting advertising pills for erectile dysfunction. I'm not Pele, you know. Yes, Cornelius. Sharon looks slightly ruffled. So is this the end of the traditional CD format? Well, the last CD I bought was a Barbara Streisand compilation, but my dog Misty ate it. 
But, uh, you know, my main rasher has an MD3 player. Now, I thought I might get one of them. You see, you take the music off the computer, and it's like having loads of CDs, you know? So it's better. Uh, and I believe it's the children of the future. <laughs> uh, thanks, Cornelius. Now we can get Dara or Dongler outside HMV. She's shouting all the knickers in a twist. Say, she didn't know what was happening. She was sweating. I was sweating like a pit pony at this day, so I ran out of there as quick as I could. <laughs> Heading down the corridor, Derek Mooney fell out of the closet. <laughs> my mobile was going mad Fat Sam had nearly choked in his Smithwicks When he'd seen me on the news Jibbler had had his 15 minutes of fame And I was hungry for more eye drain Don't worry lads I'll still talk to you when I'm in Hollywood Anyway, thanks for your time And play me in Farnell Paris to Berlin And keep rocking in the free world Yours, oh, Jibbler Good man, Jibbler Good man, Jibbler Jibbler's coming up later in the show With his regular sci-fi show He's on the inside of what's happened In the sci-fi world But uh, we don't have um, Infernal tonight And so instead Here's some poptastic gorillas <laughs> Yeah. 
gorillas there from their classic album Demon Days. And I'm led to believe that the gorillas are actually calling it a day, they're splitting up. But I don't see how that can happen when they don't exist. Yeah! That song you just heard didn't actually exist. No, you just imagine You just imagine that. Yeah. It's, all, it's all made up, lads. It's not real. It's all made up. I'm worried about you because you're listening to us thinking that we're real. And we're not. We're only a figment of your imagination. Why is real? No lies. It's all the Matrix. We're lying. Let's <laughs> hey! Adrian Antony. That's me, and that's you. Jesus, lads, you're back. I never thought I'd see her today. I thought you were finished and gone back on the dole, looking to get the fishing rods out, heading down to Tierney's Gulch for a spot trout landing. I said sometimes you do that. But it's your fair play to these lads. I wouldn't be able to do what you do. Sure it's a gift you have, I think. All them sounds you put together with the music and all, sure it's half a science to me. It makes me toes tingle when I hear the opening riffs to the show. And the mad Tony lad, sure he's a freak. Well, ah! oh, he's a good one at that. Thanks. Retching his vocals off the top. Makes me yearn for the days of Bone Idol and how the tailor and the butcher lads blew the fucking cantons off the stage in 84. Like something Tin Lizzie would do. That's it. But them days are dead and gone. And they're to return. But sure, never mind the past. Here's the future now. And you lads are keeping the rock flag flying with your Friday rock show. Which I'm glad you are, because I need some musical sanity in my life. As I can't fathom the current trend of importing the Black Rabbers. And beyond the, the Black Rabbers. <laughs> <laughs> The black robbers and Beyonce's of, of these world and them taking over the music scene and polluting the airways with their jiggly jiggly tunes and all the world and this young lad loving it, lapping up. Huh? God's sake, what's wrong with him? Like some mad bent figure lad hopping around one leg with the laces of his shoes and tight as if he's about to have diarrhea or the like. I can't fathom a hatred. What's musical about it? Even the Cantons, though they were shy, it has to be said, had better musical sense about them. Take that Jay-Z, lad. The young lad who fixes me Vectra here the other day was having this unmerciful clatter belting over his little Honda as he tooled away at the engine of me car. I couldn't stand it, let alone make out what he was shouting over the noise about me brake fluid. Break that fucking noise I would first. I should have. I think that rap makes me aggressive, eh, Drain? <laughs> The metal makes me all relaxed though. I get to shouting and jumping around to the riffs and they're bothering me. Expeding the pent up energy. Ex- expending it even. Grey holy. But the rap makes me want to spit someone's face open. <laughs> I get the rage in me and there's Jay-Z with the cap on skewways and the polio hands on him keeping the sun from Mecca shining on his ugly face. And the girlfriend Beyonce. He's like rap standards with all the attention they get. She's cutting the heads off foxes to keep warm in the winter with the fur coat looking like she and Jay-Z were born straight out of Buggy Wonderland. <laughs> She loves them furry furby dresses. Sure no wonder there's none of them left. She's killed them all stone dead with her bare hands and ate their giblets. Mad or I've no time but to say I hate them. And what's all this about them rappers all getting wild throwing bent fingers in the air over legal downloading? Downloading! Jay-Z had plenty to say, sure he always does. Right little Mr. Two Cents worth. Ah, and don't get me started on the more expressive fella 50 cent. Anyway, that Jay-Z only called the US Supreme Court decision to ban a downloading website a great victory for those who make their living through the creative process. Well, that's why it was translated saying, God knows who would understand Egypt with sloppy lips and loose language. Jesus, that'd always be great anyways if the country could actually produce something that bore passing resemblance to great music. I create more writing his letter to you, for God's sake. Man's a fraud, and his girlfriend killed small Adamans. He's <laughs> misogynistic too. <laughs> Mary said he was, and she'd know. She's on the board of the local school. He's no role model. His par pop show your ass Muzak is a single-handedly stupefying illiterate masses with a message of belch, bling, binge and purge. And she said that one day. I didn't tape her, so you'll have to take my word for it. But all I'll show you is nothing but a monotonous bee, supplemented by some ripped-off riff from some 70s pop song. So that's like taking two-day old leftover pizza from the rubbish bin and putting the toppings back on and a fresh piece of taste of stale bread ready to serve. 
Go, oh, Jay Z, huh? The savior of music. I can't wait to be standing in the elevator at the local tech listening to some Jay Z telling me about the new century with the power pop mentality and stuffing the fat holes with the black Mickey. I'm at a loss to understand its merit in this modern time. I really am. That's why I look forward to listening to your show of a Friday night and being part of the whole white metal army. <laughs> <laughs> you are imagining the words as a lyrics, I think Mary is equally dubious of how I'm spending my musical taste, though. She can't get ne'er get me along to Jordan's accordion recitals out the road. Oh, I'm heading off enough. to the big rock festival to join the brethren and rock out. See you in action! Anyway, I'm off to douse the sheep for flukeworm, get rid of the cows' squitters, and fix up the speakers <laughs> on the John Deere. Along with metal and the Friday Rock Show. Please play me some Saxon, and I'll keep in the fate with you lads. Take her handy. Yours, Eric Farrer, Cunninghamstown. Well, no, Eric, that's a bit of a controversial type I'll, of letter. I'll say that very quietly because he's probably outside the window listening. Um, yes, um, Eric makes some valid points there, but um, everybody has different tastes. Like, I wouldn't uh, necessarily slag off some other person's taste. We all have our own. Exactly. You should be open, open to exactly. new musical experiences. Never close your mind, Eric. Never close your mind. Life is about learning. And being open to experience. Okay? I'm glad I got that off my chest. Okay then. That puts me in mind to play some... Saxon! Let's rock! The white metal army is rolling down the hills of Cunningham.
listening to Adrian Byrne and Tony Wilson. Yay, Saxon! A blast from the past air from the new wave of British heavy metal, which brought us the likes of Iron Maiden, Def Leppard, and Soundgarden. Yes! <laughs> That makes me want to grow my hair long again and spray on the jeans. You could live you want to do your ball pants there. You could pick it up radio too. No, 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 no. Uh, I like the old comfort, comfortable pants nowadays. Try the golf pants. They're nice. Really? Nice them keynotes are kind of stretched well when you're bending over. Loose against the crotch. It's only when you try to get back up then. Uh, nice and cool in this weather, I find. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if you don't do the 18 holes, you really need to be in comfortable wear. Comfortable shoes is very important exactly. as well. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Trainers, you know, kind of a... Uh, they draw me feet. Anyway, <laughs> now, Aisling, I'd like to precede this next letter by telling Never you... Never surrender! <laughs> Stand up and fight them all! Never surrender! Fuck her and we'll take them all! That's the Aisling, you got the passion! <laughs> On a serious note, it's always good to hear <laughs> hear from people from the past, you know, because the Fred Rock Show, our fan base is kind of like a family. We're kind of one big, happy rock metal fan. Fa- family. 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 <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's always good to hear from me. So keep those emails coming, keep those texts coming, keep in touch. <laughs> Remember me? I went to school with you. <laughs> I remember you. You used to like geography, but had no actual understanding of it. You used to like that Michelle Bono, but never got the courage to get up on her. You used to like curiosity to kill the cat, but had no understandable excuse for liking that music. You used to pretend to like me in school, but you were actually ever telling me to my face that you thought I was a wanker. <laughs> And now you're the high-flying DJ Bourne that's been on the airways for nearly 20 years. I've written to you occasionally. And have you sometimes read my letters out without actually asking me to get in touch with you? To hang out for a beer sometime? I don't know, I think I did it once. Maybe. No, we've all, we've extended an open invite for you to join us on the Friday Rock Show, an end-of-year special, any time, so we can get drunk and slag the fuck out of you. If you for time's sake! If you can handle it, Foghorn. Maybe if you did. Well, I was out playing on my golf weekends. But that's okay. I'm no, I'm, no, I'm not bitter. <laughs> life moves on, and you never could tell me the truth. I went back to college last year to improve my life and standing in society. I was brushing up on my mats last year. I came back from a great holiday to the seashells with my wonderful <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> you think, Shell? What's she like these days? <gasps> put it don't, in. don't turn back, Aisy. Don't go it's back. It's not worth it. You had years of counselling just to get over this. Come on. Don't go back. Never surrender. Fuck up. The bouncy had it won. Anyway, <laughs> maths is very important in this with the measurement of... <laughs> this is before I went back to college to do a degree in applied acoustics. Maths <laughs> is very important in this with the measurement of sonic reflections and boom frequencies. You know what about that? Boom frequencies. College from Algebra I had to start with on my college course. I found a great tutorial site for the whole course from AM University in Texas. Great university. And for six days I put my head down to study quadratic equations, rational exponents, and all the rest. Not so hard once I practiced it. It reminded me of how breathtakingly useless our old maths teacher in the tech was. I remember her. Yeah. <laughs> <Do> you? <laughs> Sheila Smith was her name. What? This new tutorial site constantly poked holes in my last memory of school. And I can suddenly remember the woman teaching in my school the very same thing in the unusual maths room 4 in the old tech school. Oh, what? It begs the question of how much the interweb would have helped us push up our academic understanding back in 1991. There's a bit of an underlying theme going through all these, isn't there? The interweb. Uh-huh. The information superhighway. It's trend, it's no doubt about it, it's popular. Mm. 
Maybe you have been too busy farting around with that idiot Tony <laughs> trying to decipher... Take that letter out of your hands now! <laughs> Burn it! Decipher iPods, porn, and old DVDs of the Magic Roundabout. <laughs> You'll be smoking far too much straw to find time to study, as much as I found time to make sure every inch of me went into Michelle Timmons in the Avondale Woods. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not true, that's not true. He's making that up now. Liar! He never got any inches into her whatsoever. Only a bit of rubbing and pushing. Yes. Alan, I pity the youth, Adrian. I really do. They bemuse me. You must ask Tony to dig out those old school recordings he did and send them to me. I'd be so interested. A nugget of ferric oxide. Nostalgic gold now digitally transferred to the PC there. Jeez, he's been listening to the UK gold again. Magic roundabout. Sheila Smith then, she caught three babies in the five years of her secondary education. Also, many absences in the between filled up by stupid college-going bearded male and female substitute teachers. Barely woman, walking down the street. She gave up on us, Adrian. She only taught the good ones. Yeah. The Timminses of this world. Timminses. None of the shells mathematic prowesses came hard at me that day in the forest, I'm afraid. He's persisting. I'm telling you. You're getting to me now, you're getting to me. Don't let it get to you! It's only the mattress! Getting into my head now, playing the mind games, no! Take this pill. I don't have to read this, I can just rip it up now. But no! Just tell you, for the love of the Friday Rock Show listeners! Exactly. She's a nice girl. She won't mind me sharing this story, finally. <laughs> <laughs> we really? must all move on, Adrian. I think the current climate of getting 90,000 euros from state for alleged neglect as an orphan in the care houses around the state in the past where you might or might not have had got the heart wrote out of you by some hairy priests we should like them poor psychologically abused lads demand compensation for substandard teaching Jesus <laughs> it resulted in lost possibilities of higher grades and college placement and all around cause of depression leading us to suffer irreversible damage with Joe and Tony on false courses with Pinky and Perky and me and Carly studying on poxy certificate <laughs> Which I gave up after one year, as I was, wasn't academically able. Well, you see now, look, we learnt all our radio trade in them first courses. Me and Tony, we're not bitter and twisted. We've been to the College of Life, and we've qualified with honours. Absolutely. We know where it's at. Cheers, AG. Yep. Yeah, maybe it was more because you were wanting to focus your considerable talents on recording your special tapes to have any time left to study at third level so soon after secondary school. But thanks anyway to Smithy for being the catalyst and for the civics teacher of the day offering us career placement at the local chicken choking farm down the road where I actually work for a week, knee deep in blood. Hey, he's worked a week? Hey, we came out okay in the end, I'm glad to say. But that doesn't lessen the fact that the wench was useless, irrespective of Tony's possible attention deficit disorder, your daydreaming, and me being lost <laughs> in, my, in my warlord collection from 86 to 91. Warlord, yeah! I cast my big eyes to the sky and pray this time I will fare more comfortably now through my geometric dispangulation in the ruptured lobe factors. Ruptured lobe factors! But fortunately, I have help on hand through my beautiful and intelligent soon-to-be wife. What? Huh? Jesus no, 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 I don't. This is not what I'm thinking. No, please. God. Oh, God. Lordy. No, God, Lordy. no. Lordy. Yes, Adrian, I'm getting married. <laughs> Best thing that's ever happened to me. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Tell me, Foghorn. Tell me now. Nobody would know. I propose in Clouseau's one night after work finishing the barn, Lara. Clouseau's, oh no, no, where does this go? No, nightmare! Please, no. Nightmare! And she said yes. I ran around the floor spilling my Carlsbergs with joy. I'm so happy and proud of my life's direction. I hope you are too. And no ill feeling intended. We all deserve our joy in life and I wish you the best with yours. So good luck, Adrian. I remember you. And I will remember you. 
I will give you an invite to the wedding. Yes. But the reception and afters is all booked out, I'm afraid. Bastard. Take care. <laughs> Please play some Pearl Jam. <laughs> Sorry, the, 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 the texts are just coming in here. We've had a few... You're taking out the video printer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just like uh, Sports Saturday or whatever thing. Bob Wilson, that's it. Yes. <laughs> Think your name was going to head like a tennis ball. <laughs> like a white tennis ball. But then we didn't have colour in them days. <laughs> anyway, the texts have only been... Banging in for the Bang last in. 15 Bang minutes. Uh, we've had a couple of responses to Mr. Farrer's letter there. Uh, Mr. Farrer has some stones to say that he hates Beyonce for cutting the heads off foxes. He's a farmer, for God's sake. Are you going to tell me he's a vegetarian and doesn't send off his cows and lambs to be slaughtered for meat? See, that's what I don't like about these texts. Like, they're picking holes and stuff here, you know. <laughs> Children's Day, I mean, you know. They know too so much. Uh, another one on the Farrer subject. Why is it when people get old, they have a predisposed hatred to new music? Eric Farrer should realise that R&B is the biggest music on the planet at the moment. It makes me feel sexy, it makes me want to dance, and yeah, it makes me happy. In comparison to the lo-fi dirge you guys are playing. What are you doing uh, listening to it then? Did you start tuning now on your digital radio and your little Honda 50? She doesn't want to listen, but it's... But she's drawn to us. Drawn to us like, like yes. fungus on the bottom of a tree. <laughs> Speaking of lo-fi dirge, coming up next, <laughs> here's what Leo requested. We have some Pearl Jam with the optimistically titled Worldwide Suicide. Yay! Let's rock, guys. Please. Eddie, where are you?
Pearl Jam there, back on form and rocking it up big style from their new album, Pearl Jam. Excellent stuff. Okay, time for another letter. Hard Rock. Adrian, my friend. He's in the bag's buzzing. Excuse me? Adrian, my friend, it's Umair here. If you could spare me a few minutes of your time, I have more riddles that need solving than the Da Vinci Code. Oh, I am having such a bad day. I want to make tea this morning and the milk had expired. My cup was full of lumps. As you might guess, most of my problems are woman-related. How did you guess that? You may guess that because most problems are down to women, because they are the bane of our existence, aren't they, Tony Wilson? I have been working in this country for a year now, but most of my friends have moved back to Pakistan. In the last few days, I have found myself thinking about a girl I went to college with in Pakistan. She was beautiful, and I asked her to be my wife. Now she's quick. She promised to give me an answer when she finished her studies. But my friend, I lost contact with her until recently. One of my cousins informed me she had promised herself to another man. No! She really hurt me, dude. A knife had been driven in my gut. I was so enraged that blood pumped from my heart. I emailed her and told her she was a slut and this and this and that and how she had betrayed me and left me in so much pain. I have had no contact with this girl since... But recently, one of my cousins in Pakistan told me her brother had been killed in a blood feud. It's not a cousin! Now, my friend, I am worried for her safety. What should I do? It is not as if I haven't tried to meet girls in this country. I go out clubbing regularly and this and that, but I do not drink. <laughs> as the Quran says, it is bad for you. Our beliefs tell us... Just a sip. No, no. Our beliefs tell us we must drink standing up, as it does not go directly into our guts, as it would if you were sitting down. Science has backed us up these... confirmed these teachings. <laughs> 2,000 years later, we are also taught to eat meat which has no blood in it, as it contains harmful germs. Science will also back this up. Last night, I met a Polish girl in a club. What does it mean when a girl stares at you? This girl was staring at me intently. Also, when she was dancing, she was touching parts of her body off me and this oh, and that. She what gave me the hard eyes she was. What does this mean also? I put my hand on her shoulder and she did not back away. I'm wondering what this means. Adrian, dude, I asked for her <laughs> number, but she said she would come back to me next week. It is confusing. Do you think this girl would be willing to have sex with me? Should I ask or no? Adrian, you are my elder and a wise man, so I respect your opinion. Can you help me with these girl problems, dude? You are a DJ with connections. Perhaps you can set me up with a sincere girl. Can you tell me this? Is there a lot of sincere girls in this country who are not racist? Anyway, what? <laughs> anyway, dude, you are a great DJ. Perhaps you could play me some music. Here's to you, my trusted friend. We have known each other since Sit we are nine, nine or ten. I, I like what you call it, um, dance music. Sometimes when I hear it, I feel like an electric shock has passed from my body. Or Shane Ward. His songs are great. Anyway, my friend, I hope you can answer a few of my questions and one day I'll bring you to Pakistan and have a feast in your honour. Sincerely yours, Umar. Yes, uh, now I, he has pushed the mantle of responsibility onto me. Now I feel I must respond in, in kind. I say to you, Umar, uh, perhaps you are lonely at the moment because all your friends have gone, so just be patient. Um, I don't know, join a, join a gym or something. Go... Do a few sports or something. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a actual with the community. Get involved with some things which, which involve meeting people. And, and be, be patient, like. You never know. When you're not expecting it, someone's just going to turn up for you. Fall out of the sky into your lap. But don't be asking to marry you too soon, because that's not how we do it over here. It's, uh, you know... Makes them, makes them very scared. You have to court them first. Yes. If you understand what I'm saying. Excellent okay, stuff. anyway... Uh, Live on Friday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Confusion! 
Okay, we've already had a response to um, the te- uh, to the letter from uh, Foghorn, and it's a text, and it starts, uh, Hi, Adrian, it's Michelle here. <laughs> that Leo never put anything into me in the tech ward. How dare he? We only kissed once, and his lips were as stiff as cardboard. Sorry, Adrian, I haven't been in contact, but it's for both our goods. It can never happen. I've seen the future. It would have catastrophic consequences for the human race. Must stop now, I've said too much. Goodbye. Goodbye, my friend. <laughs> There's a few more texts on that, Tony. Sorry, the video printer only has a small amount of paper. Coming up now, it's a hot chart hit from the Kyber Chiefs. I predict a riot.
Super Chiefs there from the album Employment and I predict a riot. Excellent stuff there. You're with the Friday Rock Show on BBC Radio 1. Drinketh from the Metal Goblet. I bring you fondling tidling, Adrian and Tony. Ticket no more of my love for your metal heart and mighty soul. For nature, Crescent, does not grow alone. In thews and bulk we find our friends, but as this temple waxes and as hairline recedes, we must count the day to shortness of breath, summoning us closer to death. The inward service of the mind and soul is still verily served by the Friday Rock Show. Grows wide with all in my mind the satisfaction you bring metal lords. Perhaps he loves you now, the god of metal. And now no soil, nor cartel, nor bad pint of bulmers doth besmirch the virtue of his will for you, Adrian and Tony. But you must fear, for his greatness weighed, his will is not his own these days, I feel, for he himself is subject to his birth. For on his choice depends of the true minions of rock to support, and my proxy giveth him strength to cut through the ether on a Friday night. The safety and health of this whole state, and thus the battle against false musical prophets, guided through his gate, depends on you. Unto the voice and yielding of that body that is our metal god, whereof he is the head, and then if he says he loves you, it fits your wisdom, so far to believe it, as he in his particular act and place may give you his saying deed, which is to fight the good fight, and to blow your speakers. Then do so now, metal lords, Agent and Tony, weigh what loss your honour may sustain, by having you forced to play fifty cent on moons past. If with too credent ear you list and choice songs, or lose your heart of metal, or your chaste treasure open to the false prophet of Beyonce's unmastered importunity. Fear it, Bernie Lord, fear it, my dear brother in arms, and keep you in the rear of your affection, for you serve the faithful and bow at the rock and roll altar each week. Out of the shot and danger of desire, you must be when taunted by the unwashed masses to play James Blunt or Robbie Williams. The cheeriest maid is prodigal enough. If she unmask her beauty to the moon and bear her moon to your eyes, then you must not be weak to answer her cries for Big Tom and the mainliners. Virtue itself escapes, not columnous strokes such as these. The canker galls the infants of the spring, too, oft before their buttons be disclosed and musical tastes be formed. They know not what they listen to, and in the more than liquid dew of youth contagious blasphemies are most imminent as they purchase Madonna CDs. Be wary then. Best safety lies in fear. Youth to itself rebels, though none else near. Soon they will come to use, and we will sprinkle the metal magic upon their crowns. Yet here, Adrian, aboard the crazy train, and no shame! The wind sits in the shoulder of your sail, and you are stayed for. Dare my blessing with thee, and these few precepts in thy memory of love, honour, and metal mayhem. See thou character, give thy thoughts no tongue, just feel just and puff the chest in playing metal masters, nor any unproportioned thought be your act. Be thou familiar to the pop stream that trickles round us, but by no means vulgar to include it in your daily diet. Those friends past thou hast, and their adoption tried, grapple them to thy soul with hoops of steel, but do not dull thy palm with entertainment. Of each new hatched, unfledged comrade, it is the life you hold to inform, invest and reap. Beware of entrance to a quarrel on matters of the branches of the metal tree, but once being in, Berth the opposed may beware of thee as a true lord who gives life at the root to grow these branches. Give every man thy ear, but few thy voice in private. Save it for the waves which carry weight for all. Take each man's censure, but reserve thy judgment. Costly thy habit, as thy purse can buy, but not expressed in fancy, rich, not gaudy. For the apparel oft proclaims a man, so thy love of denim is sacrosanct, but call dry a sturdy support. And they in the Friday Rockshall tribe of the best rank and station are of a most select and generous chief, in that which they have in you. Neither a borrower or lender be, for loan oft loses both itself and friend, and borrowing dulls the edge of husbandry. 
For you, take the record company's wares, but competition you must give to share among all. This, above all, to thine own self be true, and I must follow as the night the day. Thou canst not then be false to any man. You metal lord, the imbiber of Scrumpy Jack, the devil's weed of creativity, and an ear for the divine metal god. Farewell, my blessing season this is thee. Spread the word good. Play for your brethren. Man of war! We fight the unbelievers once again. We venture to a clearing and fight to the death. Blow your speakers. In arms, the good knight, Floyd Excelsius Ginkle.
classic rock there from Man of War that was Blow Your Speakers. Rock legends. <laughs> so, what year was that from, um, Tony? That was from 1983. We're getting a lot of positive uh, response from that on the text, but we'll bring you more of that later. Excellent. First of all, it's time for yet another letter. Excellent. Oh yeah, Adrian. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Just found time to fill you in on where I left off last time. There was a can of cocaine in the bag, Adrian. Huh? It's Jagger back again. Mm. Cocaine! Hey, hello! <laughs> Why, Angel? John Brown special? <laughs> I was fair off my face in five minutes, but I made sure no one nor Tosser didn't see me pick it up and run away. Fuck the coffee at all. This shit'll perk me up no fair. I ran over to the bridge where the cops had just chased some young lads from out of a Harclaw Bay. It was 9.30am on a Monday morning and I hadn't had any sleep in two days. Jesus, Jagger, you mad bastard. I was floored. I head down under the bridge and away from the traffic and where no one could see me and drove a big finger into the coke. <laughs> I felt like Ozzy, snow blind, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what happened, but when I woke up after I felt the click of a steel glock on my forehead, I what? couldn't see a thing. Gee, what? Some, some uh, nigger's going to pump him full of lead. Sounds like it. That's fine. Well, he ain't no pencil. <laughs> I couldn't hear the water anymore. I must have passed out. It was all dark and there was gaffer tape all over my face and my hands were tied behind me. Stank rubber. I was sitting on a wooden chair and the sweat was pumping out of me with cold steel pressed against my temple. Then it moved. Ugh. Pressed against me balls. Next thing a hand grabs me around the throat. I can't breathe, Adrian. Fucker's trying to choke me. I'm going to die, I thought. Into the void. It was a man's voice I heard. How did you get the coke, it asked. He was angry. I couldn't answer. I was rapping farts like a dose of bad laxatives. But I recognised the voice, Adrian. It was so familiar. And I knew invo- inside that I hated that voice. Who was it? Whoever it was. Stopped speaking as the door banged. I hear footsteps. Light and heavy. Two sets. I smelled fags. You bastard! Screamed the new fella. And next thing I get a massive slap to the jaw that put me flat on my back. I could see under the gaffer tape some female legs and black heels. Hmm, nice. The annoying voice starts to argue with the guy who hit me. I recognised that voice too. Who are these monks? Shut up, Liam! Said the annoying lad. Who was that? Liam? Liam? Only Jesus it was. How are you, Jagger? Said Liam. It was my... Now I have you, you fucker. Ride my sister, would you? Liam, the landlord! I was confused. This wasn't real. Stop, said the other fella. That voice was getting more familiar. Well, Jagger, said Liam. That coke was ours. You stole it and put 20 grams in your big fat gob and spilled a quarter more before we found you under the bridge, you waster. I'm sorry, I said. I didn't know it was yours, Liam. I was lifted back upright on the chair. The girl then started to speak. Leave him, Liam. He saved the coke. It was as good as got by the police had it not been for this guy. <laughs> she sounded sweet. <laughs> Lovely soft sound. Made me chill out like a spliff. She asked the men to leave the room. Then there was the door closed and a silence. Just two of us in the room. We didn't know what was going on. I wish I was stoned. Next thing, I felt a firm hand on my crotch. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, I smelt the Chanel number five and the waft of female skin over me. She was getting fierce in the air. We need a cacto. I could hear the sap moving the clothes and skin. I got a cr- Got a sudden horn, Adrian. Her hands slid from my hair and I felt her wake on my legs. Holy fuck, Adrian. I was about to speak out when she stabs a fat breast to my lips. I can feel the nipple. Oh god, oh god, oh god. Got a stalker in my shorts. What's going on? <laughs> one minute I'm gonna die getting burst in the face. Next thing there's some young one shoving her. Oh my god. She slid the shorts on my legs and climbed on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> She's chucking me on the spot tight to a chair in some mad place and I can't see a fucking thing. I gave the pump though. She wanted it. And she did want it. 
She smelled grey, her soft trembling voice and quivering body as she did the squats. <coughs> Went to the door. Quick as a hot snot, she jumped off me. Second time in a day, me horn nearly breaks off and slaps against me stomach. A booing male voice shouts, Samantha, you dirty whore! It's the annoying voice. Oh, we need to get to the four seasons of Ball's Bridge to make Ronan and Lewis. And you want to fuck some deadbeat loser? And then it hit me. It's Ian fucking Dempsey. Ian! Shouts Liam. Let's go over here, take the coke and go and sell it to Ronan. Leave this arsehole. Who was Samantha though? She then replied to the lads. I think you must pay this guy for the coke. He saved it, Ian. Fuck Louis Walsh. If you want me to appear for your brother here at that local St. Patrick's Day parade in this town, you'll do as I say. I was sitting on the wooden chair, tied up with me cock hanging out, and there was Ian Dempsey and Liam Dempsey with some girl talking about selling coke to Louis Walsh or something. This was the mother of all freak shows. Then Liam piped up, Fine Samantha, this guy fucks me sister, and then I get to pay him £40,000 for the pleasure. I got the horn again like a missile rocket. What do you think, Ian? Well, those bastards stole the coke after last night's DJing in the Arklow Bay Hotel. I was expecting to accept a cut as my appearance fee. So you can pay him. He saved the coke, and me and Mumba here will go to the Four Seasons. Then you'll get your share later tonight. Couldn't believe me ears, Adrian. Samantha Mumba had rolled me cock, and Ian MC is paying me €40,000 for a big bag of coke that I got by being in the wrong place at the right time. She walked over and unmasked me. Sure enough, there she was, real as the prison I'm sitting in right this to you. Samantha untied me and gave me a fat-lipped tongue before leaving with Ian out the garage door. Then I'm looking straight at Liam. I pull up my shorts. Still got the horn something fierce. Liam walks over to me and hands me the brown package. There's 40,000 euro in there. Tell us all and you die. Here's 20 grams for you. Enjoy. He turned and left the room. I fell over with shock. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Nothing like this ever happens to me. I start thinking about PV amps and Rickenbacker guitars and Korg synthesizers and, and, and that's when I heard the sirens. The bastards just ran me out. I was in possession and had far too much cash on me. I smelled the fear of my shorts. <laughs> I tried to make a run for it. I couldn't get caught. I just had sex with Samantha Mumba. And I have to be free to tell the tale to the lads. I took a run to the window. I was in an upstairs floor overlooking a corrugated iron flat roof below. I was lost. But it was now or never. Chuck Norris style. No cops gonna catch me. I had to do it, Adrian. Well, we need to go now. But I'll fill you in on what happened next. Next time. <laughs> Yours the last Jagger. Jesus Christ, and we've never had a letter quite like that on a Friday Rock show before. Somebody's doing some serious gear there, alright. Do you think Jagger's telling the truth? It's crazy enough to be true, Tony. Crazy enough to be true. Okay, thanks for that, Jagger. It was certainly different. Some of the text uh, I was telling you about earlier coming in for the Man of War track. Yeah. One of them is, uh, Hi lads, it's Baldy here. I know he's giving me a slagging, but that's how you guys express your love. And you only slag people who you like. So I just want to say, I'm still loving the show, and even more so when you play the likes of Man of War. Yes! It reminds me of the time Jason Kelly starred on me brother Steph, and I went out to sort him out. I played that beforehand, just to psych myself up. Thanks for playing it again, lads. Cheers, uh, your ex-co-presenter, Baldy. Baldy, the former Friday Rock Show friend! Baldy, give us a tinkle there, and we should have to be up for a few Carlsbergs. Baldy was just like little, you know, little pet... <laughs> <laughs> pet Furby! Creature like to stroke him and play Get with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this next one's for you, Jagger. You must have been stoned. Who are you to wave your finger? You must have been out your hair. I hold deep in muddy waters. You practically raised the
indeedy do, it's the Friday Rock Show. And so far tonight, we've played some great tunes from Pearl Jam, the Kyber Chiefs, and many more. And coming up later, keep an ear out for the Gabbler and his sci-fi spot. The man with the scene and the sci-fi But you've I'm just around. heard Tool, who were kind of on an anti-drugs rant there. What has rock and roll come to, Tony? It's very puritanical. Where's the hall gone wrong? Uh, before we burst into the next letter, I've just had a response from the Jagger letter. I'm out here. What's the story with Jagger? I can't believe what I just heard. He should lay off that stuff or try and channel that madness into something creative. Like writing what could be new Harry Potter or something. Does the sickness never end? No, Melody, the sickness never ends. All right, lads, it's Teabagger here. I decided to drop you a line, as I get the impression you guys like to hear about the stuff I have to say, for cheap laughs and all. You see, I recently travelled out to Bangkok to embrace new cultures and try new things. (laughs) So, obviously, I ended up in the sex market part of the city. I decided to take in a sex show first off, to get me in the mood, you know. (laughs) Hey, you just got sick over the mission desk. I decided to take in a sex show first up to get me in the mood it brought me back to the years ago when I go into the old Flea Pit Cinema in Arklow and watch The Matrix and the like except there was no screen here just a king size bed the whole proceedings was introduced by a guy in a gorilla suit with a set of plastic genitals which you would squeeze and squirt water over members of the audience all of which was quite disturbing to begin with next up on the stage a huge guy of African origin took <laughs> came on with a petite dark haired lady he took out his enormous cock and squeezed a tube of lubricant over it. It was like somebody squeezing mustard over the lint of a huge frankfurter. I feared for the woman. Anyway, slow exotic dance music started pumping the speakers and so our friend did to the lady. He grinded her in time to the music and I began to realise this was all choreographed. It was all carefully put together like a Westlife dance routine. I never thought you could do that with sex. Anyway, he was picking hey, up... Hey, see the outtakes of the Westlife videos? Oh, hey. He was picking her up with his huge arms and spinning her into a variety of positions at the end of his cock, like she weighed nothing. He was just a big mechanical fucking machine, and I had nothing but respect for that guy. Anyway, enough was enough. I was in the mood for a shag, so I headed for this huge brothel. Eight stories of wall-to-wall pussy. I picked one I like, and I went in. As she was sucking me off, I got in my mind to get something kinky. So I asked her, would she shit on me? Ah, lads! She obviously had done this type of thing before. We're breaking new ground! Breaking... Breaking rings! And she immediately got some cling film and pulled it across my chest. She then haunched down and squeezed out a big steamy walnut whip on my chest. The sight of that shite dropping over a big spread arse turned me on no end. I'd always had a thing about shite. Ever since I was a young lad in Band of Clash, and the other young lads bet me a tenner I wouldn't eat some dog shite. <laughs> and guess what? I did. Ah, oh, yeah, sick man, wild man. But you know, you wouldn't let an ugly one show you, you? No, it'd have to be a fantastic-looking board like this one. Anyway, I was so turned on, I shagged her like an enraged feral beast. <laughs> I left that place feeling a total peace with the world. All my tension gone, pumped full of feel-good serotonin. Speaking of shite and all that, anyway, some of the lads over there was telling me that there was this place, there was places you could go into where they had cages and you could walk into it and all the girls stood on top of the cage and pissed down on you. <laughs> golden shower, more like golden monsoon. <coughs> but that's it guys, I thought you'd like that one as you are always laughing at shite. I'm off to Amsterdam next, so hopefully I have some more tales to tell you. If you could stick on the Dublin or Seven Drunken Nights, I'll be very grateful. I know more of that depressing shite you're playing. Cheers. See you, teabagger. Teabagger, well, well there's the... Teabagger. I don't know if I exactly kind of uh, sympathise with his situation. Sick pervert. He's a dirty, fizzy old bastard. Oh, yes. The one that was shaking on him. She was filthy and gorgeous. Just like this Skizzer Sister song. 
Scissor Sister there from their first album. Hopefully we'll hear some more new stuff from them this year. You're listening to Adrian and Tony on the Friday Rock Show. Still to come tonight, we have the sci-fi spot with Gabler. And coming up yes! quite soon, it's the tune The Box Spat Out. Oh, excellent. We like that one here. 
But before we get to that tune the box spat out, here's a letter from an old friend. Peh! How are you, old friends? It's Neddy Nedkins, one stone here. How are you? Jesus, lads. You know you're a queer shy, huh? Football doesn't interest me anymore, though. Or music? Nothing thrills me. I'm writing this from the front room of my little home, but I don't feel trapped here anymore. You see, I've had a life-changing experience lately. You see, ah. the Mason twins asked me to accompany them on a tacky sunshine holiday to Spain. <laughs> now, I'd only ever left the country once, and that was a school trip to France, where I spent the boat trip chasing around Doggy Kendy and sidestepping my sports teacher Tash. Now, Tash was yelling at me in our cabin to take my clothes off before I got into bed. Uh, or you'll regret it in the morning. But I was in a strange environment, not in my own bed with me teddy, Fergie, so I had to keep my clothes on. Even if it did get sweaty with Tash spooning me in the middle of the night. <laughs> then out in France, peh, I found I purchased loads I could purchase loads of great French magazines with new pictures of our handing. But while I was handing over my Franks <laughs> over the counter like a fool, Barney was stiffing stuffing pop hits with Madonna into his parka jacket. Robin Bastard! Eh boy digress. Fast forward to 2006, and I have more worries than Barney's coming out of a news agent's 14 pounds heavier than when he went in. <laughs> the Mason twins were probably acting as drug mules, and if they got caught, my mammy would disown me. Pleh! There's not the Jordans, it's the Masons! <laughs> Thankfully, we flew into Spain without incident. I closed my eyes and gripped the sea, tightly, and lost myself in the voices of Darren Hayes as we made a two-hour trip, and I prayed we'd come back down safely. We finally arrived and departed the plane. As I stepped off, the heat hit me in the face and a bead of sweat dribbled down the crack of my arse. I was here, actually in a foreign country, with proper sunshine. I felt like the Kaiser Chiefs. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I've never been this far away from home. <laughs> the apartments were alright. We unpacked our bags and rolled up some fat ones. All the bitches and all the chaps back home seemed so far away. But then the chaps always did, anyway, because I'd never seen them. But fuck it! Well, the Masons ordered a taxi to the local shopping complex, which also housed all the pubs and clubs. And we went out on the beer. Now, lads, I don't drink beer. I don't like the taste of it. But I went with the flow and started lashing the snake boy into me. Didn't I? Well, about half ten, the heat, the dope and the beer started to get to me. I felt dizzy. I puked up all over the bar counter. <laughs> oh, mammy, this was bad. Ah. I staggered towards the door. Past horrified holidaymakers, and then I propped myself up against a lamppost outside and retched up the rest of my guts. Remember those crappy Sky One programs where they would follow drunken holidaymakers? I had sneered at the shaven headed red faced jawbones puking and urinating in the street, and now I was the very same as them. <laughs> a couple of police came over to me to check on me. Hey, I'm alright, I said. One of them put my hand on my shoulder. No, Patrick, get away from me! I, I should kill you, you Spanish prick. Your football team is useless, and you have no decent bands. Ah! Unfortunately, the, the Spanish police practiced zero tolerance and beat me up against the wall. Oh, no, pardon, Eddie. <sighs> anyway, so, first night was fairly lively. Next day, we headed to the beach for some sun. The lads started at me to wear shorts, but no, I don't like them. <coughs> no, I wear my jeans. It's all I want. I was fine, really, as we were walking down the beach. The hair in my arse wasn't stuck to me with the sweat all. No, no, not really. Jesus, Barney, Tony, the women, there was tits everywhere. Oh, God, tanned and lovely. They just didn't give a shit who was looking at them. We got back to the apartment, and I had to do it. I had to. I just had to. I locked myself in the bathroom and pulled it. Mason was bashing on the door, shouting, Busher, Busher, I have to show you. I couldn't stop till I came all over the toilet seat. It was great, lads. It was really great. Every night we would just get wasted. Then one night I'd gone back to the bed at half ten when the others came back and woke me. Busher, Busher, you have to get up. We found a great place. <laughs> the place they'd found was a knocking shop. 
<laughs> All I could see from me pissed down haze was gorgeous women. Then a girl came up and sat next to me at the bar. At first, I couldn't believe it. I looked around. What was she coming over to? Sure, it's not me. She was looking into my eyes and said, Hi. I squirmed and laughed embarrassedly. Would you like to buy me a drink? <laughs> she asked. Yeah, sure, no problem. I'll do anything for her. I love the Bernie. <laughs> she introduced herself as Bonnie from Barcelona. Would you? Ah, uh, alliteration, Tony. Don't you just love it? Love it, love it, love it, love it. Big clinking, clanking, clonker. <laughs> I looked into her big, Sick beautiful Bernie. Catalonian Bernie. eyes. Bonnie Busher. Eddie and Bonnie. It sounded so right. Put on the, put on the top of his forehead, start. Ah, Barcelona, I said. The second largest city in Spain, built by the Romans back in the second century BC. If you want to fuck, she said, it's a hundred euro up front and I can take you somewhere private. Now normally I would have ran outside and got sick, but the holiday spirit had taken over me. I didn't care anymore. I was ready to be a daddy again. I creaked open the wallet and emptied it. Here, take it, Bonnie. Take it all. Take my life. I love you. She led me into a room with sedate lighting and a big bed. I got naked except for me jeans, which I unzipped, and Bonnie straddled me. Holy mammy Patrick! So there you have it. I came back a changed man. My mind set free from the narrow confines of my little one-bedroom terraced house in the back streets of Ratrum. Travel has broadened my horizons. My next adventure will be to travel to Kongsberg in Norway as a pilgrimage to the birthplace of my hero, Morten Harkett. <laughs> Perhaps there I'll find women, smoke and strong nagger too. Oh my bonnie lass, my heart longs for you. Pray. Until the next stop in this magical journey, good luck, lads! Pah, Busher! Ah, oh, well done, Busher. He's changed, he's changed, he has. He really he's has suddenly opened his eyes in a big, wide world! Alright, this, this next one is especially for you, Busher. It's a tune the box spat out, and it's from your hero from Kongsberg. It is Morton Harkett and Aha! The tune the box spat out! And this is Touchy! Seriously underrated is the lyricist Morton Harkett. 
She waited for this moment to explain itself. That's poignant stuff, poignant stuff. What do we got next, Tony? It's I'm in the mood for some science fiction. I want to know what's happening. Let's see what this piece of junk can do. Ready, everybody? All set. Here we go again. Twisted and evil. I can't do it, Ben. I can't kill my own daughter. Jesus, Adrian, I've just pulled on the red underpants you wore in Amsterdam for three days and put them on over my blue tracky bottoms in excitement. Yes, you guessed it, Superman is back! The new movie is directed by Brian Singer, responsible for the mutant fest that was the first two X-Men movies. So if he carries on that form, it should be brilliant! The second series of Lost is finished, and what happened? I tell you, nothing! The same slow drip of clues and bizarre events that has dragged on for two years. Who are the others? Are they friends of Baldy? Maybe they're MTV pranksters making a laugh out of poor lads with no directional sense. And if they walked in a straight line for two miles, they would discover a Kmart. Who knows? Who cares? I just want Jack to grab Kate and pump her skinny hole off in the undergrowth. Jesus, sorry, Adrian. I had to turn your underpants inside out again. You taught me well. Uh-oh, my gibber sense is tingling. Tommy Maguire will be swinging his way back onto the silver screen in the summer of 2007 as Spider-Man. Yes, this is so cool. The first publicity shot shows Spidey in black. Oh, I smell venom, guys. In fact, there will be a trio of villains, including Sandman. So prepare to inject the venom and play some Talica Enter Comic Store Sad Lads. Yeah, Early cast list also shown actors in the role of Wayford, Gwen Stacy. Jesus, I've shot my organic webbing all over the canteen. Face it, Tiger, you've hit the fucking jackpot. Do you want to see me shiny balls in it, lad? Well, good news for Joe Satranis is the cosmic wave surfing alien, the Silver Surfer, could be making an appearance in Fantastic Four 2. Could Galactus be far behind? Who knows? <laughs> and also, news is, there may be an X-Files 2. Rob Bowman is interested in directing a sequel, and all the main actors are interested. The only stumbling block, though, is Chris Carter's Ray with Fox over revenue from repeats of early episodes. Please sort it out. The Jibber wants Mulder's goodie back. It's my dream. Speaking of dreams, I had a weird dream. I was Wolverine, and I was Jean Grey, and Thierry was recording with a town corner. Then Sal Campbell jumps out of the closet and drives him up the arsehole. <laughs> oh, and we won the Champions League final, and Lehman never got sent off. But anyway, <laughs> dreams, you know? Anyway, there's rumours one of the big TV networks in the US are trying to commission a second series of The Excellent Firefly. Watch this, space, because we'll be watching it. <laughs> and hot news from the Federation is that although the Enterprise has faded to NCT and won't be warping back onto our screens anytime soon, there will be another Star Trek movie. <laughs> this is the most exciting thing to happen since Kirk Battle Spock gladiator style on planet Loser. <laughs> the gossip is we're going back, back, back to Kirk and Spock's days in Starfleet Academy. Potential for some great stories there. How about Kirk and Spock looking to lose their virginity in a hilarious American Pie style <laughs> What if Spock goes through the pond fire when he's rooming with Kirk? Would he fudge his future captain in the ultimate sci-fi homoerotic moment? And Spock playing beer hunter in a boozy frat party. That would be worth seeing. Anyhow, Matt Damon is rooming for the Kirk role. How about his bumbody Ben Affleck for the Spock role? Ah, but maybe Ben would be better for an X-Files movie, considering the amount of failed relationships he's had. Ha. Actually, Jimmy better stop now. He's starting to sound like entertainment tonight. So, anyway guys, live long and fester! Twisted. Don't forget, you can tune into The Gabler late every Friday night with his sci-fi spot. Yeah, I'll see you then. And don't forget to be okay as long as you knock the little man out of the boat. Bye! I am the bastard son of Saint Walnut. I am your father. Hello! It's the sci-fi spot with Oh, well done, Absolutely brilliant, the gabbler! As usual, he didn't let us down there. I feel right on the inside of the happenings in the sci-fi world now. What would you pick out of there, Tony? What excites you most? Spider-Man! Spider-Man! Always Spider-Man! Gotta go play Spider-Man! Always! Good stuff. I'd like to see another Firefly series. That'd be good.
we'll be keeping this in the jibbler and find out in the future what does happen. He'll he'll never let you down. Well, as you a great hand. Well unfortunately, once again, we're running out of time. We're coming to the end of yet another Friday Rock Show. Ah, it was a great one, Lady. And it was I a good this, one. This one's a classic. It was a good one. Down. It's gonna be released on CD! <laughs> I can smell a CD with this one, alright. We've had some great tunes, uh, we've had some great letters, a couple of uh, people from the past. Glad yeah. to hear from again. And some new people like T-Bagger! T-Bagger, he was definitely interested, we'd like to hear from him again. Yes, so thanks to everyone who wrote in and took their time to write some excellent letters, and those of you who gave an extra message and emails, we love you. All those hundreds of texts that uh, we never got to read, there was a couple there uh, talking about Lordy. Telling thanks, thanks for playing it basically. We're, sure, we're here to serve, that's what it's all about. That's it now. So that's about it. That's, that's, I've nothing else to say. <laughs> Unless you want to impart some knowledge upon the, the, the rock cloud out there. No, Tony. Well, I think I feel rejuvenated tonight. I think we've gone back to our rock roots and for sure. Floyd Ginkle will be proud of us. He will, and so will Eric Farr. And we, I think we've appealed to pretty much everywhere. We're in a broad spectrum all the way to Uzbekistan and back. And you might want to email that girl when you get home. <laughs> yeah. Are oh, you ready to follow up email? <laughs> I reckon I could manipulate her. Right! Alright. Okay, that's it. All that leaves now is one more song, one for the road. This is a classic from Frank Zappa. Stick it out! Stick it out. We've stuck it out for nearly 20 years. Hope you can stick it out for the next three minutes. Stick me to Miserable Horizons.
Friday Rock Show. I've been Adrian Byrne and this has been Tony Wilson. Thank you very much, everybody! Thanks for everybody who wrote in tonight. Jagger, Uzbekistan Girl, Eric Farrer, Busher, and anyone else who contributed any way or form to the show. You're what makes us rock every Friday night! It's been a blast. Until next time, kids. See ya! Sleep well, good night, and keep on rocking in the free world. The Friday Rock Show is a Tony Wilson production. Big Larry Hall.